Hello, everybody. Welcome to the A to Z podcast. And today on Message Monday, we're continuing back to the base. Week six. Yeah, dude. We're coming down to it. Week six. Mm -hmm. And this week we had a guest speaker when Johnny Brown. Jonathan Brown. Jonathan Brown Jilla. I don't Mm -hmm. know if his real name is Jonathan, but. Yeah, it was good to have a a different person on there. I like having different voice kind of different perspectives on yeah, a given message yeah. so it was, it was a fresh take it was a good time and when we i mean i always enjoy talking about uh, this parable which was johnny's favorite parable he said by the way mm-hmm. uh we talked about the prodigal son yeah I mean, great great message always good always a good time always fun time talking about it um, mm-hmm. i did like this sermon uh, because just the the genuine just the genuinity is that a word genuinity no i don't think so well i'm gonna i'm gonna make it a word the genuinity of johnny (laughs) (laughs) um you could just tell like and i'm not saying trav's not genuine because i mean he's he is but you could tell that this this parable or this story was very close to his heart and you could Mm -hmm. tell how how much it meant to him when he was mm-hmm. preaching about this yeah um, uh, and you just see through the emotion and i felt like it it really struck uh, a chord with with people that were watching uh, mm-hmm. at home and i mean i think it would have done even better if people were there um uh, but unfortunately not yet mm-hmm. but i do think um i did really enjoy this one just because you could see the emotion i was going through when he was preaching yeah um the sermon and and I enjoyed that because you could tell that this was close to his heart and he really meant every word he was saying. So, mm-hmm. and I remember when Johnny was a youth pastor. I mean, there would be those moments where, you know, actually, I remember when he first came to Inland, or he came back, I should say, and he was doing this message. I don't know what it was about. But I, I'll never forget, he was talking about lying mm-hmm. um, and sinning, mm-hmm. like how lying is a sin. Yeah. And he was just saying that, you know, he just, he doesn't want to sin. He doesn't want to lie. Yeah. And it sounds simple, but he was so genuine because he, he like started tearing up. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, he's like, I just want to be a better person. Like, that's all there is to it. Yeah. You know? And I know that I'm not, but I want to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, like, all to this day, I don't forget that. Because it hit me in a way of, like, I understand the struggle. Yeah. And I under, like I understood in that moment what, what it looks like to really desire god's heart mm-hmm. yeah um uh, from a third point third party point of view and i think he he really carried that genuineness to genuinity <laughs> to this message so dude i not only agree but i mean that's one of the traits of johnny's that that has really stuck with me in a very mm-hmm. very powerful way i would just add yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and I think 
you really saw what he meant and as far as like not understanding how how much you could truly that that jesus could truly love us when he was talking about his son like um if you guys don't know he does have two kids now Mm -hmm. benjamin and violet i've met them both cute little munching kids Mm -hmm. um they're amazing to talk to fun to be around they're just bundles of joy but um i remember when he was talking about that like when he first had his kid he was like oh my god i love you just so much mm-hmm. um and he was saying like i don't understand how god could love me more than i love this kid right now mm-hmm. um and i think that that sticks with everybody just because it's a lot harder to feel like you're not loved when you know you've gone through things yeah or you you've you know had things happen but I think he noticed that that you know switch of thought when he had his kid of like I love you so much and I don't like I don't care what you do like mm-hmm. I love you um, yep and for me like I that just doesn't it, it's not that it doesn't make sense to me but like I just don't know that feeling just mm-hmm. yet of like no matter what you do like I love you mm-hmm. because I still I mean don't get me wrong I I love, I love my family. I love, I love yep. a lot of people, but that true, like, genuine feeling of, like, you could hurt me and I'd still love you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and there were two things that I would, because when he was talking about that, too, there are two things I, I thought of. First, you know, my perspective is Tori. Mm-hmm. That's the person that I would say is numero uno in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her the most above anyone else including my family at this point mm-hmm. well i'm about to get married her, so yeah I mean, that's fair to say right yeah i, I feel like that's fair to say <laughs> and that's what i thought is like man like as much as i love tori mm-hmm. and i mean i i think i've told this to you but like if tori left me like i would be messed up mm-hmm. um and i i would say like alex like you you have to like watch my back yeah because i would not be in a good mental state yeah and i know that i know that if tori wasn't there even if like it wasn't like she left me but like she died yeah it's just bad things they just be bad things yeah and i think that's where you like you start to realize that thought of like i love you more than anything you could ever do to me mm-hmm. is like once you you realize like you would have to there would have to be some drastic things done to me Mm -hmm. such as someone passing away or such as them leaving you and being like i don't love you anymore or Mm -hmm. whatever that would be um, for you to be like i'm not doing okay and and Mm -hmm. realizing like that after effect of like i wouldn't be able to live without you yep um is really where you see that that genuinity of, Mm -hmm. of love as far as what the father does for us but it's i don't know it's just hard because it feels like that connection is a one-way thing you know Mm -hmm. yeah of not realizing what god does for us Mm -hmm. and and just some people haven't noticed that like without god i wouldn't be here and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that's you know that's not you it's just 
I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is you taking things for granted because one hundred percent. You just don't notice that everything. Like you, like one thing. The easiest thing is you waking up. Mm-hmm. Like that's every like everybody, no matter who you are, takes advantage of that mm-hmm. because you plan things in advance. You plan church Sunday. And it's Friday of like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have a good breakfast and we're going to watch church. Mm-hmm. So you expect to wake up that Sunday. Whereas like, that's not always a given. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's it's not given. It's actually taken away. It's You never know when you could go to sleep and this be your last day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a thing of like, really honing that in and realizing like, everything that you have and everything that's given to you will help you start connect more towards that of of being like yes he, he really does truly love me he, mm-hmm. he loves me so much that i was able to wake up today he loves me so much that mm-hmm. i was able to get a promotion at work today he loves me so much that i'm able to have a roof over my head and i'm able to eat yeah and that's that's where it needs to be that, that step taken back of like okay i do i do it's starting to make sense i'm starting to realize that and i'm starting to notice mm-hmm. you know it, it's coming into perspective more of how much he cares and loves for me so yeah dude for sure and i think what really hit me because i've heard this i've heard this story so many times and it's so good mm-hmm. i love this so much because it's it is really a core value and just something you need to know about God and how he functions. Because this this describes a lot of his character. But anyways, for me, I think what, what really hit me with this was me looking at this in a different view. And I think because of me and Tori getting married, um, I kind of used that. Because me and Tori have talked over the years like, okay, like... <laughs> What is, at what point would we get divorced? Yeah. And that sounds kind of morbid yeah. a little bit, but we, I mean, we've gone there mm-hmm. and we've been like, okay, how far is too far? <laughs> how far is too far? Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to like, um, like, okay, we are, we are not going to be married anymore. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I've asked like, okay, like, what if the person was like macking out with another person? Whoa. And it was like, well, like. There'd be a very serious discussion, but it was like, eh, like I don't know if we get divorced over that. Yeah, that's um, for some people that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, and well, of course you know where it's gonna go. It's like, okay, what about sex? Yeah. So what if you you catch the other one in idolatry? Doing the dirty. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'll just speak on myself. I said, I'm like, you know what? I do not think I would divorce you. Um, mm-hmm. now I did say I wouldn't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have to talk and be, like be on the same page. Like we would have to, by walking out, be like, okay, like we are going to move forward together. Yeah. Not be like, I don't regret it. And, like, I don't care. Like it's a different story because yeah. it is two way track. But here's the thing. I was thinking about that because put it in perspective like after all those discussions of habitory and those are kind of fun you know like the situational things yeah oh yeah those are always fun you know to kind of like because in my head it's like that's all hypothetical like i don't think i will be faced with that yeah 
um, it's kind of like those like, oh, who would you choose? This person or this person mm-hmm. if you had to one to live. Mm-hmm. Like it could happen, but it's like the chances are just low. Yeah. There's not very many times people have to be caught in that. Yeah. So anyways, here, here's what I thought of. Is like with God, especially in this story, in perspective, you know, God is the person that is Tori. Mm-hmm. And um, she loves me. Mm-hmm. So so God loves me. And no matter like I could cheat on God. Mm-hmm. And he would still want to marry me. Yeah. And it's like, no matter what I did, do something worse. I think, like, that's one of the worst things. Yeah. But it's like, he would still want to. And then, even crazier, we get in this messed up mindset, which Mm -hmm. this is where I was like, wow, like, we are so effed up. Mm -hmm. Is we get in this mindset after we cheat on God and say, it's your fault and I'm leaving you. Like, yeah. I want a divorce. Why? Yeah, why am I having such a bad day? Yeah, like, I'm I'm done with you. I'm done with Christianity. I don't want to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the papers. Like, that's how effed up we yeah. are. We, we are the ones who cheat on him. Because he doesn't mess it up. Yeah. We do. We turn it on him and leave him. And here's here's how like this is like all of that's like wow that 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 really hit me mm-hmm. a lot in this message um because I kind of went down that branch yeah as I thought about it but here's what was so crazy is like wow in that scenario we come back from after divorcing him and signing the papers and all that it's mm-hmm. so like oh I'm done with Christianity. And he will still love us yeah. and say, I want to marry you. Yeah. And like that, that was the scenario I thought of. Yeah. It's just like, wow, dude. That's crazy. Like, you cannot say that in any other religion. You can't. You, you do something like that in the church or you do something that bad. Like you get shunned. You get kicked out. Yeah. That's that's a thing in a lot of churches and a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. You do a, a a bad thing, then you cannot be a follower anymore. Like you've you've struck out. Mm-hmm. Um as far as I know, and I don't know every single religion yeah. in the world, but as far as I know, Christianity is the only religion that says you can you can mess it up heavy. You could commit idolatry, mm-hmm. and he would still want to continue yeah. that. I mean, not only that, you can not believe in it for the first 40 years of your life yeah, and do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. do drugs, alcohol, sex, any of that. You could do all of that and realize, once you realize that what he's good for me, he'll, no matter how battered or broken you think you are, he will welcome you. Yeah. And he'll bring you in. And and it what it kind of made me start thinking about too is like you see all the movies where there's like the troubled teen mm-hmm. and the parents kick them out of the house and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change and they try to make a turn and then they like mess up again, and they get kicked out and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
um because you know they they have a horrible upbringing and all that stuff and yeah hanging around the wrong people and gangs and all that stuff but it's like the difference is with god is he would never kick us out never and it's like out. you see those movies and you're like wow like He's so disrespectful to his mom. He doesn't treat her right. She's giving him all his chances. Like yeah. she should give up on him, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like, cause that happens. And it's like, that makes sense. Like it's, it makes sense for us to think like they are the bad guy and they are disrespectful and they're treating their parents or, or the opposing person like horribly. Yeah, of course they, they had what's coming to them. Yeah. You know, and they'll, they'll have movies play out that way where they want us to think that way. Um, and it's like, even with those, God would still keep us in the house. Yeah. We could tear up the house, his house, um, which we do. We could destroy all the things that he's made beautiful, mm-hmm. which we do. And not only would he not kick us out, but he would try and help us fix it. Like repair the things that we've broken yeah. inside of us. And it's like, dude, like what the heck? Mm-hmm. How do we serve a God that does that? Yeah. And on top of that, anyone that's on the edge of like, oh, what about Christianity? It's like, dude, like, just let that sink in. You, If you want to be a Christian, that's what it means. It means you are serving a God that that's who he, that's the kind of person he is, mm-hmm. who will always forgive and it's easy to say the one line like, oh, like Jesus loves you. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, cool. Like, mm-hmm. what the F does that mean? It's like, yeah. well, if you really take it deep, it's like, that's what it means. It means all that what I said, he will still take you. He will still love you and he'll still want to help you. It's like, holy crap, man. Yeah. Why would you not want to be a Christian? Honestly. And if you're listening I, like legitimately ask yourself that mm-hmm. why would you not want to be a Christian if the God that you would serve has those characteristics yeah it's like I'm I'm sorry but if you don't if you still don't know I just I, I don't know what to say yeah I really don't and it's I mean yeah I mean you're in my eyes, it's, I mean, you, he loves you so much that you're able to think about that. Like, why, like, why does he love me so much? Like, you're able to think of that because he's giving you that breath or that thought or an able body to be able to do whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I mean, I'm not, I don't know many other religions um, as well as I know Christianity mm-hmm. because for most people, you usually just pick one religion or you don't pick a religion at all. Mm-hmm. But you pick one religion and you stick with it. So I know I know other people. I know uh, I have friends that are Muslims and, and some friends that are Jewish and, and friends that are Catholic. And the thing the thing that I've noticed is that we have that freedom of being able to, you know, mess up mess mm-hmm. up and be like you know what like he's not helping me out yeah i'm leaving and going through things by yourself and realizing like you know what? i do need him. i do need to come back um and the prodigal son is a perfect example of that because when you do come back and when you're like i 
I don't deserve to be here. Give me, give me the worst job because as far as I know, I need money. Mm -hmm. Um, and the father will come and be like, Oh no, no, you don't need to work. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And he'll give you the best. He, I mean, he won't make you feel like Johnny said, he won't be like, Oh, like, don't worry. You don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Like he will make you completely forget about that. He'll, He'll change your mindset. Like, Oh yeah, that's fine. You did all that. That's cool. You know, Mm-hmm. I'm just glad you're back and here with me and I love you so much that you know bring the fat cow bring the yeah. best robe bring him some sandals mm-hmm. you know yeah there was a movie I recently watched super DL movie called Joshua um, and it's about this guy he's a um, um, he like carves wood um, what's a, what's that like called a carpenter yeah basically well, he's like, a whittler he, he like he does it with like glass and like wood like he sculpts stuff mm-hmm. um so he's a sculptor yeah i guess a sculptor <laughs> but he i mean he he comes to this town and um there's some really cool stuff that happens but there's this lady that's going through all these troubles mm-hmm. um and close to the end of the movie she's like you know what like i just can't get anything right mm-hmm. you know i i feel like th- she she picked up this glass um vase yeah and she's like you know this is how i feel like i've lived my life she takes it and she throws it on the ground she's like i've just messed it up and i'm scattered and broken all over the ground and i don't know how to pick myself up mm-hmm. and, and i can't be fixed yeah like I'm, I'm too far gone and at the end of the movie the, the carpenter leaves and before he does um, like each person that he like kind of built a relationship with when he comes to this girl he's like hey i just want to like drop this gift off for you and when she opens it after he leaves um it's it's this like uh this sculpture of um this like angel mm-hmm. and it's out of the glass that she broke yeah and it's just like this is this really cool moment the sentiment, yeah. where it's like, it doesn't matter what has happened. Like God can repair you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It was very encouraging, like seeing that. Cause it's so true for this where it's, it sounds to some degree corny and cheesy to say like, Oh, like God can fix you no matter what. Yeah. Cause you hear that so much. But it's like the people that look oh like cool Zach, like I'm I've heard that for the a millionth time. But it's like okay, can you pl- like let me challenge you if you're listening to this and you're in that you're hearing that like oh like I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. Really let that sink in. Yeah. Really hear that, and think to yourself, what would it look like if I lived my life, knowing and believing that God can repair my life mm-hmm. no matter what I've done. Um, because the reality is a lot of people don't think that's true yeah absolutely. and they don't live their life that way and it's like dude for one second live your life that way mm-hmm. and i promise you your mindset will go oh, christianity is boring it's like mm-hmm. that it will change your life because you're actively living out what god wants you to yeah. and you're stepping out in belief of how god has made you and what he thinks of you and it's like that dude is so powerful Mm -hmm. if you just 
if you just take a second to really accept and believe that we can serve a God and that we do serve a God that believes that about us. Mm-hmm. And it's so uncomprehendable. It really is because we are so messed up, dude. But it's like, it's, it's true. Yeah. It is. And you just, you just have to live your life out in that way, knowing that's true. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so much freedom that can happen for people if they just believe that. And say, I'm going to live my life knowing that not only God has got me, but he will always love me no matter what. And no, and, and beyond that, he is actively pursuing me to help myself and help my, my journey in becoming more and more like him, which is perfect. My God, yeah. this is crazy. It's crazy to think about, but it's... It's powerful, dude. I agree. I agree. And I think that's a perfect way to end on, dude. I think mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that's just, yeah. I don't want to feel like I have anything else to, to top that. And I think that was a beautiful way to, to finish. I mean, this sermon in general, I think this was one of the better ones because it it just made you really feel for it, you know? Yeah. And Johnny did a great way of bringing that emotion to it because it is a very, it should be emotional. You should be emotional when you hear what Johnny said. Mm. Because it's powerful. I mean, it, you could really understand like how impacted he has been by that story. Yeah. And it was so cool to be like, that is the emotion that should be tied to how you should feel about this. Exactly. So I think Johnny exactly. did a yeah. really good way of leveling the playing field and, uh, and, and setting the pace for what's tied to this message. So Johnny, great, great job at that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As always, though. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. And Jordan, thanks for tuning in, bud. We appreciate you. We love you guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.